Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team continues with season four, the back half of it. Our curated list is in part one. We talked pretty much through the first 10 episodes and talked about our favorite episodes and the curated list that we created so that we're not just completely weighing ourselves down with too much to watch. Uh-huh. We begin our discussion now with, I think, the uh, possible candidate for almost everybody's favorite episode, Data's Day, episode yeah. 11. Yeah. The Dancing Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Gates McFadden is probably a, dan- a dancer slash choreographer before... Oh, okay, okay. She she choreographed all those dancing sequences. She actually, before she got on TNG, she was like the head of choreography for the Jim Henson Company. Oh, my gosh. Okay. uh, choreographed Labyrinth. Yeah, all the dancing in Labyrinth was her. Oh, my gosh. In fact, she's in one of the dancing ballroom scenes at the. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. That one was so good. And I also really like it. It didn't occur to me until this episode that Data doesn't fucking sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> he went from Night Watch mm-hmm. to Day Shift yeah. back to Night Watch. Mm-hmm. You know me. I love the behind the scenes bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yeah, 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 Picard, Riker, you all doing stuff. What's the accountant doing over there? I want to know <laughs> what the accountant is doing. And so, like, you got to see a lot of that this episode because he's like, we get to meet Keiko, who's. I'm, is she ever in a Starfleet uniform? Is she nope, Starfleet? She's not. She's yeah. civilian, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> she's, she's just, just like, botanist, doing, right? she's just like, doing plant shit and, like, <laughs> wearing regular clothes. And it's just like, oh, shit, there's other people on the ship other than, like, your military asses. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. This is a murderer's row of first appearances. It's the first time we see Keiko. Uh, uh, it's the first time we see Spot. It's the first time we see Spot. <laughs> yes. and Spot is there forever. Yeah. I love Spot. I know. Data has a cat. Yeah. And then we find out later that his name is Spot and it's all cats. His name is Spot! <laughs> Best name for a big orange cat. You're right. <laughs> and, and Mott the Barber. The ship's barber. That's right. Oh, yeah. Who gets developed a little bit in later seasons. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's annoying. I also had a hairdresser like that so I mean yeah I think that's part of the job sometimes I love the little wand thing that was like changing the hair color I was like fuck yes I want that wand I need it I need that wand Mott the Barber is the most useless card in the Star Trek The Next Generation customizable (laughs) card game His, his, his special skill is Barbering. <laughs> there is no mission that requires barbering. Okay, y'all just wait. <laughs> there could be. It's, it's not in the game. They don't we, make the game anymore. We have an intergalactic crisis. This man's hair needs to be fixed. <laughs> this is a mission for me. <laughs> I also love the fact that he doesn't have any hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even look like he grows hair. I don't know. These people don't. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed until I couldn't breathe. Because Data's internal monologue is low-key, high-key like mine. (laughs) He was going through it, and he's like, I think that this is the reason people are doing things. And I was like, I do that. He was like, and so this is my conclusion on this decision. And I was like, I do that! (laughs) 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 Hashtag the tism. (laughs) It was just so special. (laughs) I'm just Data's like, I'm writing a letter, and it's going to help you to go through my thought process of a day. So dear yeah. diary that, slash dear Bruce Maddox. writing a letter to somebody who tried to turn him into property. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because like, but I believe in his work. Although I'm definitely not property. Dear Bruce Maddox, thank you for not killing me. I'm still definitely a person. So here's my diary. Yeah. I forgot that there was a high risk main plot thing yeah. going on in this episode. Right. Because I don't feel like I, it dawned on me that that was happening until like 30 minutes into the episode. And I was like, why are we? Oh, oh, okay. 
<laughs> but I, I feel like that's part of it. Because, like, Data was just like, I'm going through my day. And clearly the wedding was way more important than the fact that the ship might explode. <laughs> yeah, the defection of that Rom... Or the, the revelation of that Romulan spy is way, way less important to the Star Trek mythos than the marriage of... Miles again. <laughs> that is not a controversial statement. Like, yeah. The internet can come at me all they want. They know I am speaking truth. Yeah. Isn't yeah. there a baby also getting born in this episode too? Yes. yes. Yeah. That was. Yes. Yeah. 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 He was just like, I got to witness the miracle of birth, and also I guess there was a spy. But I was like, Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> There's a baby in a marriage. I'm so excited and dancing, and I had a smile real big. Still don't understand why, but I did it. <laughs> And then I went home to my cat. <laughs> uh, this was the episode where I, because I was telling you before we started the podcast yep. um, that, or the recording today, that um, I had a lot of questions. Yes. This was the episode, I don't know why, but it spawned the question, what happens if someone in the background says some embarrassing shit and it gets broadcast over the paging system when they like hit their little buttons <laughs> or whatever? Like, what if somebody in the background's talking about, like, their weekend, and it was a spicy weekend? <laughs> I think in Gene Roddenberry's future, we wouldn't care that much if it was a spicy weekend. I mean, they all work with Will Riker, so, like, he comes back <laughs> from a jack on rice, and, like, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. He has, listen, I low-key feel like, like, you guys might not agree with this, me. I feel like Riker has to low-key quarantine when he comes back, because he's got a lot of diseases. <laughs> I mean, probably. He, he's, he's in some textbooks for sure. Uh, yeah. Probably super into safe sex, let's hope, because we'll get to that eventually. I think he fathered a child this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, for All sure. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm, yeah. yeah. On his way out of uh, that sticky situation, uh, that's unfortunate. I, I kind of answer Z's question. I think that, yeah, like, it's, it's less like... It doesn't bother them, but it's one of those, like, they're in a space vessel where they th there's not a lot of, like, spreading out. And they don't go home. They all live there mm. on the place that they work. And so I think they talk about it for, like, two days. They just, like, that becomes the water cooler joke du jour. And then something else will happen to, like, take that over. So, like, whatever embarrassing shit you said will immediately be forgotten the next time Riker does something. Yeah. But, like, you'll be, so you'll be, like... You know, the butt of the joke for, like, two days, but it's, like, never more than 48 hours. Because, like, somebody else will do something stupid to to, to, to take over your stupid. And they, you'll, you'll be forgotten about. So I, I think it kind of all shakes out. Because okay. I think everyone has done something stupid. Yeah. Like, everyone has done the PA moment. Or the whole, like, I literally, like, there was a fire alarm or something and I had to run out in my like embarrassing underwear or something yeah. and they're like you know so i think everyone's had that moment and so you're just like it just people get over it yeah. episode 12 the wounded yeah o'brien's a good dude o'brien's a, a good dude, dude. this is he's a good at his job this is yeah. a good foundational episode for deep space nine yeah uh the cardassians are going to be all up in them mm -hmm. and uh o'brien obviously and his feelings about them so yeah uh, i thought it yeah. was an important episode before we moved on. I really liked the line of the, I mean, the, the, the emotional line of like, um, it's not that I hate you. I hate what I became because of you. Yeah, I'm glad he got there too, because at yeah. first he was just like, back off, Cardassian, don't come at me. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. I will socialize whoever I want. Yeah, but I think but he, it's not you. But later he was like, all right, look, here's the thing. It's like... <laughs> I, yeah, because he, he basically, like, did therapy, essentially. Like, I mean, like, was kind of, like, vaguely off screen. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he realized, like, the only reason I don't like these people is because of this event during a war in which I don't like the person I became because mm -hmm. of it. It has really little, like, I don't even know them. I don't know them personally. It's just, like, they <laughs> remind me of a thing that I hate about myself. It's the opposite of toxic masculinity. You realize, yeah. like, oh, this is more about me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not only that, but I should go tell him that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to, like be best friends with this Cardassian right. man, but I could at least let him know, like, hey. The reason I'm avoiding you <laughs> is because of my own bullshit and has nothing to do with you. Moving on from that first contact where Riker has to <gasps> fuck his way out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, just straight up. And, and, and he's hesitant about it, too. He is, he's so it was like... not his idea. It wasn't like he dropped Trow and said, okay, right, let's go. who wants? <laughs> No, I, I like that he's like, I can see the National Enquirer headlines right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, impregnated by alien dad or something. And he definitely did. There is a half-human, half-squid-hand uh, <laughs> baby on that planet. 
But like, I love that he basically met the 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 alien version of himself yeah. yes. on another planet. Like that would have yeah. been him in you know some alternate. Like, hey, baby, how you doing? And she was just like straight up like. I want to have sex with you. We're doing this and I'm letting you out, right? And he was like, no, 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 lady. And then he's like, wait. <laughs> okay. What am I saying? <laughs> there is game almost game. <laughs> in any institution that has more than 40 people in it at any given time, there is at least one who's like, I'm the alien fucker. <laughs> and like, it doesn't matter that she didn't even work on that floor. Right. I mean, she probably, I mean, she worked in the building, she so she knew what up. She wasn't even a character until that point. She was just like, I'm gonna find the alien, this is my moment, this is my chance, I'm the alien fucker of this building. Like, yes. there, there's there's one for every 40. I, that, I feel like that is a true number, and then someday I'll be able to afford the scientific psychological experiment to prove that. I also love this is essentially like an episode of, it's a procedural, like, ER outer space. Yeah. Like, the Federation really isn't all that involved, especially at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's just like the doctors in this hospital trying to figure out what's going on with this guy. Chlorine right. stat, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, the Federation doesn't even come into play until later yeah. on. It's a good Twilight Zone sort of episode. Yes. Like, it could have easily been a, a Twilight Zone. Yeah. Change a couple things around. We oh. skipped clues. I didn't include that on the list, did I? You added you it added as it. an And I watched it. I did as a potential. You're yeah. absolutely right. Okay. Clues. Yes, going back to clues. You're. I didn't... Yeah. Um, Picard's gangster voice is terrible. <laughs> but also not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also. Yeah. But just, I love the fact that it was kind of like, this is what you do for fun. And he was just like, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> like, it's thrilling. Like, don't fucking judge me, Guided. <laughs> what do you do for fun? <laughs> I was, Apparently play target practice with more. <laughs> yeah. I was really disappointed that this wasn't like a Guinan heavy episode because of the way that it introduced. I was yeah. like, are we about to get a Guinan episode? And then, I liked this episode. I really liked this mm-hmm. episode. Galaxy's Child, which I included mainly because we set up Leah Brahms earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that needed to pay off. I actually really like how that one ended because I, I'm glad that they did the whole argument of like, I feel violated. Right. Because what Jordy did was creepy as fuck. Yeah. Real bad. And I'm real glad that they actually addressed it. Somebody told him that. Yeah. yeah. And, not, and not only was just like a random person, the lady itself yeah. came up and she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you know, they actually like worked it out at the end. And I'm actually kind of glad that Jordy was like, you're right. I'm a fuckhead and we should <laughs> not maybe, talk about this anymore. Maybe yeah. figure some other stuff out. Yeah. And that's also like how to stop losing your shit with your kids because they were like, oh, we got a baby now, I guess. <laughs> the Enterprise had a baby. <laughs> I have another question. Yes. Uh, this one spawned is Star Trek. The reason Siri is a woman. Because the computer is a woman, and that was kind uh-huh. of like early. There is an ongoing trend of um, Star Trek technology informing right. eventual things. Mm-hmm. Like flip phones were obviously the communicators mm-hmm. from the original series. Mm-hmm. Um, MRI machines directly attributed to yeah. bones. Yeah, and the the medical scanners in the sick bay. Yeah, I would say when they were starting to create vocal assistants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be hard not to, especially for STEMI kind of nerds, to completely remove the Enterprise computer from their heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sad that Majel Barrett is no longer with us, that Siri isn't actually her voice. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rumor is that before she died, she recorded phonetic noises so that they could recreate her voice for computer outputs mm-hmm. uh, nice. for as long. But I've never. We've not heard any of it since then. She died like 14, 15 years ago. And I have not heard any of it. They haven't used it in any Star Trek since then when they could. And it, and that wouldn't be like a ghoulish Princess Leia in the last Star Wars movie sort of thing. Where it's, yeah. it's, 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 she did it specifically yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Right, right. So I don't know if that's actually true that they got her phonetically recorded for that thing. Cause you're sitting on a gold mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My guess is that if they did, then maybe something got fucked up. The, or they realized it wasn't cost effective to try to piece it all together like Possible. that. Possible. Maybe um, the data exists and yeah, they haven't figured the technology to really utilize it very well. Mm-hmm. Or the quality is not as good as right. it could think. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be the, like, oh shit, it was real staticky. Especially since it was that long ago, yeah. yeah. Also, I, I was yeah. really hoping they would name that Space Clan Baby Pearl. Mm, yeah, that would be good. Because yeah. it was a thing from a clan. 
Because oh, okay. yeah, right. I, like, I was like, am I stupid? The space plant thing. The, the, okay, first of all, first of all, I there guess are I, animals I was... out there? <laughs> Not really, but in Star Trek, yeah, there aren't Klingons either. There could either. be, yeah. I yeah. guess so. Well, yeah, that's Barnacles. Yeah. 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 I like the like... idea of them encountering things that are not just like this humanoid species that needs air to yes. breathe. Or yeah. a planet. Like, that it's, yeah. like it's... Just this animal floating around. Yeah, I, I, I really dig that idea, and someday I hope we get to see space jellyfish because I just think yes. that's something that should exist. In Four Point, there was the space. Oh, jellyfish. that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's why I'm thinking that there should be jellyfish. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I just more aquatic creatures. Yeah, in space, space whales. Space whales. <laughs> um, or yeah. space dog. I would the space yeah. wolf just run around the stars chasing <laughs> after suns. They fuck up the like neutrino systems. I love that. <laughs> I also wondered what's under Guinan's hat. <laughs> hair, I don't know. Mm, hair, yeah. Um, a weapon, I, usually. A what? A weapon, a I would weapon. imagine. Because yeah. I know she's not human. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just wondering if there was like. We do eventually meet other members of her species, and they are perfectly humanoid. Mm. So there's not like an appendage I, sticking out. There. I think okay. she just loves interesting hats. Yeah. You know what? She's, Good. She's like, no, everyone's got to have a thing. Some people yeah. got shoes. I got hats. I got the bandana. That's my yeah, thing. Bandanas and Absolutely. Well, what's under your bandana? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like no, I can, I, can, I can see her walking around going like, I'm just going to be the hat lady. Yeah. Fuck that. Look at that hat. That looks weird. I'm, if, I'm wearing it. <laughs> if old ladies in church can do it, Guinan can do it. Yeah. And she did it better. Yeah, so. she, she really fucking does. She's got, she's got access to good hats. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a hat hookup. <laughs> Commercial break! <laughs> Data's Diary, now in audiobook form. Please Which? visit Spotable. Spotable. <laughs> <laughs> Messages of social enlightenment. Water is life. Black lives matter. Trans lives matter. Fuck J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Kanye West needs help, but that doesn't also mean he's not an anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Mental health's important, but also not being a Nazi is important. Yeah. And that doesn't just apply to Kanye. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wear your seatbelt. Yes. Maybe parasocial relationships are not great. Maybe we should rethink that whole idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was never particularly invested in Kanye before, but I think well, yeah. like, objectively he needs help, and objectively he's an anti-Semite. He's yeah. needed help for a couple of years. Yeah. For sure, oh, yeah. yeah. But there's like weird, there's people who like stan Elon Musk, and it's like, Oof. he's also, first of all, he doesn't know who you are, and he definitely doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's proven that many times over. He's not special, he's just rich. Like, yeah. He has no special skills. Yeah, he didn't found a Tesla, he bought the tighter title founder of Tesla. He didn't do jack shit. That company existed before he did. Yeah. There's nothing special or unique or he's actually, extraordinary about him. He's actually kind of dumb. Just the whole parasocial celebrity relationship. Like, maybe we should stop saying yes so much. Like, maybe they might... Be kind to one another. We're all just figuring it out and trying our best. So, uh-huh. be nice. Yeah. Kindness starts at home. I just, I just made that up. But I think it's true. <laughs> Don't teach your kids to be dicks. Yeah. I think, I, I think it, that's Will Wheaton's number one in, rule of Don't be the a dick. internet. Or yeah. is it? Just life. I or think, or yeah. just life is don't be a dick. Yeah, I like it. So I think Will Wheaton is spot on there. Mm. We thank you, listener, for joining us for this episode. There are other fine podcasts on PartyApocalypse.com, including Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with <laughs> friends of the show, Donna and Kenzie, and myself. There is also going to be a new show by this by the time this episode airs, you're probably, it's already in the world, but talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Disorganized, a Criminal Minds podcast. Where the crew minus me will be watching uh, Criminal Minds episodes and talking about it. Uh, the balance of power will shift to where Z knows everything and everybody else is trying to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> Which will never happen again. <laughs> Savor this moment. Well, actually, you don't have to because, like, what? They keep making new seasons, so this will be a thing that happens forever. <laughs> I think by the time we get to that, you'll already have watched the new season like six times or something. Maybe. Be yeah. the you'll just experts. continue the rain. <laughs> yeah. Books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. 
Eric, do you have anything to plug? Uh, support your local library. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Uh, I have a TikTok. It's at underscore. It's just Z underscore. Love of my life. Do you have anything to plug? I'm going to plug civic engagement. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> be, a, be a better citizen. Be a good Stay creature. Stay informed and vote yeah. accordingly. The only way you'll get politicians to cooperate with you is if you irritate them. Mm. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm not saying be bad or, or violent to them. Just irritate them. Yeah. 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 They will want you to go be like, I want you to give me money. No. You need to make these reforms. <laughs> well, I literally gave you that power to do so. <laughs> do your fucking job. And with that, we will go back to our episode. <laughs> Moving on with the back quarter of the sh of the season, we have episode 20, Cupid. Yeah. Uh, I think Z has some feelings about Q or lack of feelings about Q. <sighs> Here's the thing. Q reminds me too much of all of those man-god-childs yes. that Kirk argued with uh -huh. in the early seasons. And I think Q has the potential to be really cool, but he's a little pretentious, and he reminds me too much of, of, the, of the original series. Yeah. So I can't like latch on to him like that. I see him come in, and I know it's going to be a little bit of tomfoolery. I enjoy a good, a good amount of tomfoolery, but... I don't know, it just doesn't do it for me. All his episodes are always just a little boring. I think his greatest episodes are still to come. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also the 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 moment that that Vosh spends the night and then Crusher shows up at his cabin the next morning, like, oh That's pretty good stuff. That I wanna watch forever. Yeah. And then she's like, Here, let me show you around the ship and we'll talk. <laughs> and yeah. the, the so look is like I'm in trouble, I'm in terror <laughs> yeah. on Picard's face. Especially because Bosch is like, that sounds like a great idea. And he's like, arm and arm. Oh. <laughs> like, even even when his, 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 uh, the doorbell went off mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, I'm in trouble. Shit. <laughs> like, it's, it was priceless. Yeah. Well, and then Crusher has this look on her face. Like, she's a classy lady. She's not gonna, you know, start a fight or nothing, but yeah. she's like, oh, you have a basic bitch over. <laughs> <laughs> How nice for you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need me to take out the trash? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also really, and I, I had to write it down because it was just like a cackle out loud kind of moment for me, is Worf wearing a ridiculous costume saying, I am not a merry man! Like that, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that sums up your entire personality, Worf. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy the, the Robin Hood bit. That was fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> so of course this is what I latched on to. For half of the episode, as soon as Q shows up, I was like, fuck, was Q Vosh the entire time? <laughs> yes! Because I was, I was like, because I was like, because that sounds like some, like, I'm like, Q, you finally got interesting. <laughs> and then he went, and then he did the whole little, like, like I should have just been a woman. I'm like, yeah, Q, why didn't you turn yourself into a woman? <laughs> I was like yelling at him. I was like, you, he's so clear. I mean, he did the whole like little like like finger walk while laying on Picard's bed and being like, oh, Picard, I found your weakness, honeykins. And I'm just like, you. Just guess home. Q, Q stands for queer. <laughs> he was staring at us the whole time. He's like, it's not like I hit it. I showed up naked for God's sake. In yeah. front of me. I presented myself to you. Yeah. Let's get married. Q, as boring as some of his episodes are, he is an interesting character, which is why he ultimately ended up smack in the middle of mine. But you don't dislike him. Yeah. No, I don't dislike him. Yeah. He's a little boring, but... I think it's... his relationship to Picard and how that develops that mm -hmm. I think yeah. is, like, the more interesting part of all of that is, yeah. like, he's he has this weird, legitimate affection for Picard mm -hmm. because yeah. they try to bring Q into other series later on because they're like, oh, let's bring Q back. He doesn't have the same chemistry with mm. anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's because he's in love with Picard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, can't. You can't duplicate that with anybody else. I, I just feel like his episodes are a little predictable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has too much power that I think the writers are learning. Like, and through the writers through Q are like learning. Like, yes, he can do anything, but like that's boring. 
Yeah. Anybody who can do anything is boring. Yeah. So they're learning how to like wield his power more effectively because it's like, oh, but what if he just annoys the shit out of Picard? But like, well, anybody can do that with like, you know, mm. a pot and a pan and a waffle. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you don't need that much. What's <laughs> be a vaguely compatible woman with him and his, and his, yeah. and his couple of pounds of ground beef just becomes absolutely exactly. useless. And now, or a and child. Now, Give oh, him yeah. a child. And, and, now, <laughs> and now he was realizing that. Yeah. He was like, oh, it turns out that I don't have to do the overly complicated Robin Hood Mary, but I just have to walk up and say like, I got your not wife, and I'm gonna go take her on a tour of some ruins and shit. And he's like, and Picard's like, okay, 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 okay. And that's like because his check. boyfriend what? and his girlfriend were about to hit it up together. <laughs> yes, exactly. And his his other girlfriend had already caught him with his girlfriend that morning. All Q has to do is somehow talk Beverly into some bullshit, and he's got Picard down on lock. Listen, I, I wrote in, in. Is it later on when Q turns her into a dog? <laughs> or has already happened? No, no, I've not seen that yet. Yeah. There's an episode, just briefly, like, he gets annoyed with her and snaps his oh, fingers yeah, and yeah, she turns yeah, into yeah, a, yeah. like a, like an Irish setter for a minute. Gosh, <laughs> or Beverly? Crusher, Crusher. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think honestly, the, the whole series could go in a whole different direction if they decide to like lean into the fact that Q was absolutely in love with Picard. Oh, they, they, they do. do. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Season two of Picard is the culmination of their love story. Yeah. There's an episode where Picard wakes up with uh, Q in bed. This that's just in a year or two. Ah! Um, I mean, it's. It, it just, Q is suddenly interesting. Vibes. <laughs> it's not like there's a sex scene. Right, like he doesn't yeah. wake up with the sheet around him and he's like clutching it above his <laughs> naked breasts. Like, in like a body. <laughs> Definitely in corporeal form because it's like super easy, but like it's in a body? Season, oh my god. Right? Yeah. It's six. Is it six? Yeah. I just like I like it when god beings are humbled. And I especially like it when they humble themselves to go like, oh my god. That's why Picard season two is so fascinating to me. And that is the journey of Q, because he will be progressively humbled. Yay! Yeah, I think that's what it is. So like, yeah, he's he's still way up high. He's slowly working his way down. So I, because like, yeah, some of his stuff, I'm like, Q, that's so original, it's unoriginal. Like, why are you even fucking trying? But like, as soon as he starts getting down to the like, oh, emotional bullshit, I can manipulate you. And I'm like, that's when you're interesting. Yeah, I thought I thought Q was a little interesting when he first introduced them to the Borg, but it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily Q that made it interesting. It was the Borg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's fair. Yeah, the Drumhead, episode twenty one. Yeah, Yay. I wanted Z check out on immediately. <laughs> very political and I think that's probably why I like it. Also, it's another lawyer episode. It's a Jonathan Frakes joint. <laughs> yeah. Listen, what kind of joint? <laughs> I distracted you. Words. I love you. This is, yeah, this really is one of those like higher ideals but really lets them show off Picard being like we're better than this. And right. we, as the Federation, need to be better than this. We can't let ourselves fall prey to this kind of stupid... Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think like almost like with the Undiscovered Country, it, it tries to dismantle, because there, there is a streak with Star Trek fandom where they are satisfied with their own static liberalism. Like, mm, oh, yeah. I believe I want to live in the future where everything is free and there is no strife or war. And I don't want to discuss it anymore, okay? <laughs> yeah. Where And I also don't want to do anything to actually get there. Right. And the Undiscovered Country and this episode are like, no, you have like that is an active process. Yes. You yes. can't just accept utopia. You have to work build. on it. Yeah. You know, you- and maintain it. Yeah, you, you have to build utopia. Like build yeah. and then maintain. Yeah. I think the maintain yeah. is the important thing here yeah, because for sure. it's been built, but we can tear it down anytime you want. I will tear I will turn this utopia around. It's really stop hitting your sister. It's <laughs> it's really hard to build a city. It's real easy to set it on fire. Oh, yes. Yeah. And 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 Worf in this one was starting to buy into it. Yes. And I love that Picard was like able to pull him back and he's not good he, he didn't tear Worf down. He's like, no, I understand. Like that's Yeah. I get you the know, impulse. You get but, the impulse, yeah. but you know, we have to be better than this. And Worf is like, Yes, you're right. Yeah. And, and yeah, and Worf seemed like really contrite because he was like, But I believed her. Like yeah, I mean, he yeah. was shocked at his own like Oh my god! Like I didn't like, even. I let I myself get sucked in. I and, mean, he yeah. was. Uh, I don't know if "afraid" was the right word, but yeah. So I mean, he yeah. was like, he, yeah. It was. She was. He was shocked to his core. 
I really like episodes like these. I really like the episodes that are almost like wish fulfillment because Picard really does feel like, man, I wish there was somebody in power who would speak up for the little guy like that guy does because it's like so often nowadays you feel like there isn't anybody mm -hmm. and that's when you realize you have to do it and you're like, but I'm just a baby. <laughs> and then you realize you're a whole ass adult. <laughs> yeah. And then you work at a library. It's fine. This is my this is my this is, your my, this yeah. is my memoir. Yeah. Welcome to my memoir in podcast form. <laughs> Moving on to episode twenty three, the host. Yeah. This one convinced me that the entire bridge is in a polycule. Yeah. One hundred percent. I love that Beverly's in her hoe era. Yes. <laughs> oh, she is. She is so like teenager in love, cute at the beginning of this, and it, it, it's really fun to watch. Okay, now you want your mind blown? He's gonna yes. blow your mind. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? No. He blew my mind. Brace yourself. And I think I already knew this. Gates McFadden, at the filming of this episode, is eight and a half months pregnant. <gasps> How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> what the fuck? How? Uh, Girl. A lot yeah. of upshots, but, you know. Yeah. Okay, so okay, she's got okay. that, that coat on the entire time. Okay, okay, And okay. then when she's sitting in the... They try to uh, okay, shoot her from spa, upper torso like, up. Under the table. They the even do the little, like, like you're glowing. Yeah. And she's like, bitch. <laughs> she's not only pregnant, she is pregnant. very pregnant. Yeah. Oh, my God. And she's playing a... Like a a girlish love story for at least the first half of this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She also says after the fact, uh, Doctor Crusher's definitely bi. She just didn't happen to be attracted to the new host. Oh, okay. There was some blowback on like, mm -hmm. oh, turned into a woman and, and she was Crusher really... was it. But Gates said while I was playing it, the the truth I came to it, it was it was not about that. Yeah. It was about that this changed it. This particular change changed it for me. Not like, yeah. not on spec. The change. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It's a bit of a dig deeper answer. But for what year is this? Nineteen ninety one or two? Yeah. That's yeah. actually maybe the most progressive you could have been. Yeah. 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 For sure. <clears throat> it's yeah. grading. It, yeah, grading it on a curve. It's yeah. another curve. But because even I, I wrote. I was like, because the, the way she said it, I was like, oh, so it's not. Quite a no to the lesbian thing. I'm like, it's just, oh, okay. yeah, like, yeah. Well, it, it, it's also been traumatic for her. She changed to. She had to have sex the, with Riker. Like, <laughs> Odin <laughs> changed into Riker, who is like a brother to her. Right. And she had to yeah. get into that for a bit, and that she's probably got some things she's got to work out yeah. with Troy yeah. outside of the salon scenario. <laughs> but but Deanna basically said, "Hey, go fuck my boyfriend." Yeah. 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 Well, that, that's how they do. Yeah. yeah. On like, the bridge. Like, yeah. This week you can fuck him. Yeah. yeah. Just know yeah. that I am the regular fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's the, the bottom bitch. Has a lot. He's got a lot of stamina, and he <laughs> needs like like sometimes girl gets tired and mm -hmm. and needs to have a tag in like you know a team. <laughs> yeah. I mean like look, I gotta take a break because I'm done, and like so you tag in <laughs> helps him out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I like that the episode or whoever wrote it or whatever they realized that like you need they needed Troy to go up to her and basically give her permission to do yes. this. Yes, yeah. Like if she were to just do this without <laughs> ever having talked to Troy about it, that mm -hmm. would have been a much different scenario. Hose before slug bros. <laughs> yeah. I I found myself daydreaming in this episode and going like, man, why like why can't she just communicate better <laughs> because the whole like why can't you just walk up to be like look i still really dig you but you're currently like in my brother's body um so this is gonna be like a weird like we can cuddle but like there's gonna be no kissing until you get into another host because <laughs> um, it's like i'm a singular entity and you're a double entity so like you, you also i have to get used to you but you also have to get used to me like this you are currently in my family member that's weird for me so <laughs> Also, right. Picard... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, Picard was going through some stuff, too, and it was interesting to watch him in the episode because he had... Like, when Vosh showed up, Crusher had her reaction, and it was still reserved, and he has a reaction. He his Like, he is super sad. Like, I could yeah. practically hear the REM playing in his head <laughs> at that point, but he didn't make it about him. It was yeah. never about him, and when she was struggling, she was like... He, he was that was as emotionally honest as he has been yeah. up until this point. Like whatever I am, we'll deal with 
Yeah, I, I love am your that. friend. It's whatever yeah. else I am to you. Yeah. 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 Like, I get it. We got some stuff to work out, but yeah. you're hurting. Bring it in. <laughs> I'm, I'm also glad that he didn't go, like, caveman on her. No, like, right. why are you dating somebody else? Because I've never actually asked you out, but you're mine. When? Yeah. Like, like they do in so many other shows. Like, he was just like, she's allowed to play the field because I haven't fucking done anything to step up. I have actively discouraged her right. from stepping up. So, like. He's upset about it. But he knows he only has himself to blame. Exactly. And he actually loves her. Yes. And and if this There's is making this... her happy, he's he's willing yeah. to let go. There's this re- evolved, refined sense of relationships, I feel like, on this show. Where mm-hmm. it's like they're treating them as adults and not boiling it down to these like petty like oh no but he's my boyfriend no he's my boyfriend i'm gonna sleep with him like it's, it's like but they... also they're not going overly cerebral with yeah. it yeah like it's crusher is deep yeah, in, in infatuation <laughs> slash love here she yeah. is feeling all of the feelings mm-hmm. but they also can also they didn't age her down it's not like all of a sudden she's back in her 20s like no, no. This, this is a middle-aged woman who's in love and i'm glad that you like when you're in love you Act like an idiot teenager. No matter what. That's just it turns out that it's hormones, not the age. Like I actually kind of relate to that whole like when she when she and Troy were talking, I think it was in the spa. Like, but yes. like she's like she's like, I don't know. Am I in love? Like she's going back to the bar. And Troy's like she's like, no, 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 no. I she took a turn somewhere. I love how Troy's like, she's doing my job for me. But it's that inner monologue, she's like but she's like overanalyzing everything to 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 no, the that's point. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but like she goes through that thing. She's like she's like I haven't felt like this in years. Is this love? I think this is love. And I'm like I'm you're a, kind of going through it and like I would know like, if it was infatuation. Oh my god, right. it's infatuation. <laughs> yeah, like she's just kind of talking herself through it and around it and figuring it out. And, and Troy's just like smiling and nodding. Just, yes, but the whole time she's just like, no, I guess this is love. <laughs> She's like, I love it when I have to be your therapist because uh, you do my job for me. <laughs> when pressure gets hers, it's a good episode. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, the trill will see much more of later on. There will be a member of the trill species as a regular on Deep Space Nine. So, oh, cool. Yeah, there'll be a lot more of that. Uh-oh. Broke the remote on this. Uh-oh. We'll see. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, next up. Episode 25, in theory. Yeah, Data's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Um, and and only is mean when he feels the parameters of the experiment require. Yeah. Like, You're I didn't not mean my mother. Mean. I just, yeah, I'm going to yell at you because that's what I heard is supposed to happen. <laughs> I got really bad advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every time we see Data in an episode, I'm like, Data's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But that's true every time we see Worf because the next episode, <laughs> I was like, Worf is also my favorite. Right. <sighs> I think I might be alone. Like, in theory, really, I don't like it that much i find it kind of a boring episode Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like we could do more with data and then we just never see this girl again but i do like that it's this one right where there's that little moment where uh wharf pulls data aside and was like if you hurt her yes (laughs) and it's not toxic masculinity it's like i serve with her yeah uh yeah please don't hurt her and it's even because like data i know you you're a good guy, but you have an emotional distance. Irregularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be um, could be abrasive to people that don't know you. And I would hate uh, someone I find honor within to be dishonored. Yeah. You're like, you understand, right? It's like, he's he's consistently a good manager too like he's like looking out for his people and he's like she's under my command so just be nice to her yeah (laughs) Yeah. like don't hurt her it's a little bit because i don't want to have to hear about it myself but also because you know i will break your i like my people they're they're good people team war don't break her I actually was really hoping that Data would have come back. And, and so, like, I do like the I understand at that scene, but I was really hoping they would end it with like, oh, is this the shuffle talk? Mm. <laughs> and Worf's like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her surrogate father now, so don't fuck it up. Um, this was Did- Patrick Stewart's first directing episode. Oh, oh cool. Nice. Okay. Yeah. 
I actually really dig how, once again, it was mostly about Data, and there was like, yeah, 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 there's some, like, uh, sci-fi bullshit that's happening, then right. the ship is in danger, like, whatever. But then it was like, let's Wait, just what? go back to, yeah, the whole, like, like, like miniature dark spots that were, like, making things phase out of reality. Oh, yeah. And, like, they full-on killed somebody this episode, too. I made absolutely no... Yeah, and then Data, but but that was such a small part of the episode because Data was just like, yeah, yeah, about that. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made absolutely no notes on that. No. My only notes are on Data and because like, it didn't uh, matter. The, the bigger dramatic plot, like on Data's day, actually had something to do with the arc, the Romulans and the uh, mm-hmm. defection and all that sort of thing. So this one I f- was a little weaker in the sense that the B plot was just some goopy anomaly out there that was doing weird stuff. Didn't yeah. need to be any further addressed, and they already did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Data has a thing for blondes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely a trend there. Yeah, Guinan is always trying to get that tea. Yes, yeah. always. Guinan is never not getting tea. She has all the tea. Yeah, in back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in her head. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote. Guinan's willing to stop everything to go get some gossip. Yes. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, Worf is, Worf is training. I gotta go train too. <laughs> I can go down to your level. I think she even said, oh, uh, like uh, Ten Forward was slow. I was like, it wasn't slow. Yeah, you, you were... just walked out. Yeah. You, you put the you bottle on the bar and you left. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, I, I gotta, I gotta like, take care of something, guys. Next 45 <laughs> minutes, all the drinks are free. Have at it. Don't fuck up my bar. Bye. There's no money in the future, so none of this matters. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Troy said, we're more than the sum of our parts. Hashtag trans lives matter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unless anybody Data- else said anything about in theory. Data was totally sad at the end and you can't tell me different. I, he yeah. was absolutely it, sad it, at the end. The cat sensed it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Spot. That's that's <laughs> his like emotional sensor. Yeah. The whole like, oh dad the data's feeling things, cat immediately there. Yeah. And of course, Brent Spiner, not fond of cats. <laughs> Is he not? No. That's what? hilarious. Yeah. Oh my god, he does such a good job with Spot though. He's a good actor. Yeah, He's but a good he, actor. He, he'd look at a script and be like, Oh god, the cat's back. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why they, they changed the cat later? Like I don't think so. Like Spot is a different cat later and I yeah. I you and Spot also changes genders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a different cat. Yeah. Uh, he just names all of his cats Spot. There's there's that or like I was like, wait, does does Spot die? And then the rest, is like, Jordy keeps, like, like a goldfish just buying him a new cat and hoping he doesn't notice. And he doesn't. <laughs> or Data does, but knows that Jordy's doing it, so he doesn't say anything because yeah. Jordy's his best friend. He's like, Jordy is trying to protect my feelings, which I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> so I will continue this lie. But it gives lie. him comfort. But it gives him comfort. Yeah. So I will accept the lie knowing that it makes him happy. And also, I get a free cat out of the deal. <laughs> Do you know how much these cost in space? A lot. <laughs> They only appear on Earth. It's super weird. Dogs are everywhere, but cats are only on Earth. Spot Mach 1 is, like, a gorgeous cat, too. Like, I had to look up what, what breed that was. I was like, that is a pretty cat. Yeah. What do we say? A Somali cat. It's a Somali cat. And then the season finale. Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. My... I, I like this as... I mean, it, full closure. Like, I mean, obviously it's part one of two, I'm assuming. But I like how we went back to this. Yeah, I, I knew immediately that it was Yar when I saw it. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so that's what we're thinking, that that's Yar. It no, yeah? it's not. It's not Yar. It's Yar from the alternate timeline. Is it? Isn't it? I I, I want to hear. I know the answer. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, Matt, what are you doing? We haven't watched this yet. <laughs> I'm more fascinated to hear what your theory, because like, it's been so long since this came out, and it's just what this character is is just so ingrained into the mythology mm-hmm. it, I don't think about it but when you think about that cliffhanger in the context of people watching the show as it was airing they would be at the end of that season going what the fuck they would be yeah. doing what you did yeah what the fuck and then like walking out of their apartment building <laughs> scaring the neighbors as you're screaming at your husband what the fuck I, I will say you have like I think you're on to something there so your theory is it's Yar from yesterday's Enterprise yeah. same same. Yeah. And Interesting. I think is it not? I Don't think she's me. playing triple <laughs> agent. 
I think it's Yar from the the yesterday's Enterprise, and she like got found by the Romulans or whatever or something because they were in a fight against the Klingons or whatever, and whatever she survived through Romulan care, and so she. But like at the same time, she's also like, I know that you guys are bad dudes, and that's why she's all like, it's fine. Picard is human, and we're gonna like we have to look out for Picard because she knows that like Picard is actually like the good guy. Close. Close. I have no comments because I know the answer. Yeah. Close. Not quite. I She was pushing Picard way too much. I was like, this is like a triple agent thing. It's gotta be. She's trying to get back on the side. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that she came through, did what she needed to do, ended up in somebody's care. Right. I don't know I don't know if it was Romulan or Klingon, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, like survived and then somehow Enough to get the haircut. Yeah, yeah. Right. The haircut. I know. That was a lot. Yeah, and then and so she she recovered and then and then became a double agent. That's what I think. Yeah. I don't I don't know all the details, but that's my theory. Here, Do we find out the in the first episode yeah. of the next okay, one? Okay, yeah. so we'll, 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 we'll get the answers. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll introduce a question. Okay. She's looking pretty good for aging twenty five years. That's what I was thinking too. Okay, that's. But I was I just I'll thought maybe it was like a there. continuity error or something. I'm just gonna put that out okay. there. Yeah. She found a sarcophagus from <laughs> SG one. And she just crossed over universes to an entirely different sci-fi show that could just keep her young forever. You're getting further from me. Yeah. No, Damn it. Okay. What about stasis? Because that's what um, Crusher puts oh, the worm in. Yeah, maybe she got old. Not a come... bad pitch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about Star Trek to make Look, they already have Yerks. I mean, you know, with yeah. The weird, so the Romulans could people. find her and like yeah. put her in stasis or maybe like yeah. they were trying to figure out what a was wrong with her. A centaur yeah. alien dude from Anna morph shows up. No, it's fine. I'm getting further away. <laughs> come hey, back. Come back. Is shit. I love her. Come back. Come back. We're now going to circle like 12 other fandoms to get All sci-fi is essentially the same. Am I right? <laughs> I, know. I know. Those were literally fighting words. <laughs> well, excuse me. I have to go get my ass kicked. <laughs> but like, the cliffhanger at the end of last season where Riker says fire to the Borg mm-hmm. and with Picard on board. That's a what the fuck moment. But this is so much a what, more what the fuck moment. Like, what is she doing there? What is, what, what, why? How? Why? How yeah. is she there? Yeah. We'll find why out is she, why, what is with that fucking haircut? I, I started just writing down quotes. Uh, for some of these episodes, Worf has a great line that says, "We cannot regain honor by acting dishonorably." Yes, mm-hmm. I was like, "Dude, you you learned the lessons Picard was trying to teach you about what was going on over there, and uh, you are now trying to keep your little brother in line." <laughs> that final send off, like with everyone, I texted back. Like, <laughs> so like. Such an honorable kind of like send off that it was just like we care about you. Like <laughs> I texted Mac and I said if he didn't stop springing sad things on me, I was gonna call him and leave voicemails of me crying. <laughs> That's why I don't give you my phone. <laughs> well, you don't want like a seventeen clip and audible. And, uh, you can just pull out of just see crying over the Bible. <laughs> Klingon uniforms, even though he looks good. I don't like what it means. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, he looks good it's in the uniform. Final. It's too yeah. 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 He, in the end, he said goodbye, and I was like in tears at that point. I said, no, not goodbye. <laughs> Ron Howard voice. It wasn't. <laughs> we will see him there, forever. There is way less a suspense about Worf departure than I think the mysterious uh, character plays, played by Denise Crosby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not like I've been spoiled, but it's just sort of like, oh, Worf is like the longest running yeah. actor. So I was like, he's going to come back, obviously. He, mm. he has to win the award. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be in like 17 other different Star Trek shows, I, I assume. Because they just keep making more Star Trek, and I just assume Worf is in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good bet. It's a good bet. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good character. We first meet the Duras sisters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've always had a small crush on B.A. Tor because she has a kind face. Is, is she the one with like more titties? I think a little 
bit more. Look, the yeah. one that was flirting with Picard. Larissa has I love her. Yes. The one that, the one that <laughs> did just the like whole thing the, the sister <laughs> is full on like, oh my god, stop flirting with him. And she's just like, but look at his head. <laughs> and I was like, like, I love these two. I also love how Picard is just holding his own the whole time. He's like, excellent tea. Thank you. <laughs> and, and was it, what was her name? Be- Be- Bator. Bator. Like, when he said excellent tea, she literally perked up. She was like, oh, it was, wasn't it? And I was like, did she make it? And she's like, cause she had that whole like, oh my God, you complimented my cooking skills? F- oh yeah, we're going to have to kill you later. But like, he said I had your tea. Like she, her, the whole actress was like, oh, like she did a little jump and I was just like, oh no, baby, I love you. <laughs> You have a strong feeling. Oh yeah, I'm me. like, I'm like full on. Like, can I cosplay as her? Is that really weird? Because I'm super white. <laughs> I, both, of, both of those performers are white. What? What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, they just okay. Yeah, if Klingons have a darker complexion, yeah, yeah, will tend to be played by uh, some African Americans. Gowron's white. Um, okay. Crazy eye Gowron. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander's white. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Alexander yeah. is the boy from. Family ties. Family ties. They the cousin Oliver sort of character at the end when they had a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, they have this little. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen. And did you ever see Blank Check, the Disney movie? Oh, uh, the first part of it. Okay. These that these kid. Okay. Blank Check. Huh. Hey, cool. Yeah. Um, I think about that movie once a year when I uh, am very close to overdrawing my bank account. <laughs> it has left this a formative a formative sway on me. Thank you. He, Got less cute. He yeah. got oh, kind of this child. This is Alexander actor. now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> well, yeah, something's happened. He's been arrested a few times. Whoops. A few. Well, that ends our discussion of season four. Next time, unless anybody else had anything that they really needed to share and uh, didn't, next time we'll move on to season five. I think uh, a solid candidate for the best season of TNG and possibly the best season of all Star Trek ever. Uh, some real it's we've already started the curated list it's going to be a hard one um next like i said if you can watch every episode i recommend it for yeah. this season okay next season we'll see a bit of a resolution to the klingon civil war and Yay. the mystery of yar is illuminated okay. kimba is sail unfurled you'll you'll get it later uh, <laughs> wesley will come back but boy is he in trouble twice <laughs> twins he got a girl pregnant twice <laughs> two girls pregnant there we go that's what it is with twins I, <laughs> crusher was like when i said i wanted grandkids it was a thing to think about later so you don't turn into jean-luc picard because like that childless bastard is not ever gonna get with your mom and i just accepted it now look at my sex candle <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the show. <laughs> I solved the mystery of Star Trek. <laughs> An original series friend will stop by to plug the undiscovered country. We'll meet a Borg friend. A new friend. A, another new friend. Who I think is going to be Z's favorite character. Okay. Uh, Mark Twain, who's only sometimes a friend. <laughs> the same day over and over again. Okay. Oh God! Yep. Tossed Here we salad go. and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Interesting. No. And Picard gets a flute. All in season five. <laughs> I'm like, kind I'm, like I'm kind of like, is this like a? Because I have heard of certain band camps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like Fraser. What the fuck? <laughs> That's gonna be your reaction to an episode. <laughs> That is literally a fair alternate title for one of the best episodes of the whole series that is in season five. And also, like, Mark Twain, the author? Like, Samuel Clemens? Okay. Shame on you, Mr. Clemens. Shame. Mr. Pickard! Mr. Pickard! Anyway, we'll get on to that. Uh, next time, bye! 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 Mr. Pickard! <laughs> Once in a while, YouTube will do something. I'm like, that's why you're married.